Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to today's show. It is Russ and Jane, and we are here with a really, 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 really important show for you today because today we are going to be talking about a phenomenon that we call the spiral of shame. So today I'm here with Jane Jewell, who's our managing director here at Clients on Demand, one of the most brilliant mindset and performance coaches on the planet. So Jane, tell us what this means. What is this spiral of shame that we're talking about and why does it matter? Hmm. I think the spiral of shame is looking at what you think you should be doing or what you have or what you don't have and you start making yourself wrong for it. Exactly. So guys, what one of the things that we found at COD is we've continued to work for client work with different clients and you know like I've got friends that are obviously in different entrepreneurial businesses and, and starting different things and, and really what we found is this when your business is working the positive effects start to spiral out into every area of your life. But when your business isn't working, the negative effects tend to spiral out into every area of your life. So we just, uh, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to one of our clients in Hawaii that said that once she got her business dialed in, all of a sudden her marriage was like 10 times better. And we, we hear this all the time where people are like, oh yeah, my, my, my you know, you, you saved our marriage. And, and when we first started getting that kind of feedback, we're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like we talk about, you know, we teach marketing, we teach Facebook ads, like, how did Facebook ads save your marriage? But, but what was going, that actually, we should use that as a headline, you know, how, how Facebook ads can save your marriage. Um, but what was happening was people were coming through the program and their business wasn't working and it was causing an insane amount of stress in their life, in their, in their family's life where there was doubt, you know, maybe their husband or their wife was saying, hey, when are you going to get a real job? Or when are you going to give up on this dream? When are you going to, you know, go back to work? When are you going to, you know, forget about this whole idea of starting an online business and when are you going to do something real? And that was causing a tremendous amount of stress in their life and in their relationship. And, and it was just tearing things apart. But then once they worked with COD and they got some of those things dialed in, all of a sudden the problems it was causing in their marriage or in their relationships went away too. And so when we first heard about that, I mean, that was, we were stoked. That was awesome. But it, it's not our intention. It's not something we we're trying to do. But we began to realize that it's about so much more than just getting your business and your money dialed in. That when you have that business working, it has a ripple effect that extends out through your entire life. So if you're in a place right now where your business isn't working or where it's not performing the way that you want it to and you're noticing, okay, my relationships all of a sudden are having problems and my, my health maybe is starting to deteriorate and I'm stressed all the time and all this other stuff, we just want you to understand that this, first of all, is something that's totally normal. It's something that everybody goes through, but it's also something that's optional. You don't have to settle for this and you don't have to just blindly accept this. So there's no reason for you to be walking around in shame or in guilt or in anxiety about what's going on with your business because it is something that's fixable. And when you do fix it, all of a sudden, all these other structures in your life are going to improve at the same time. Yeah. 
And unfortunately, when you start to make yourself wrong and you get in that spiral of, you know, that shame, it should be different. I should be getting better results. Um, I should not be upset that I'm not getting better results, right? Like it, you know, that, that shame starts spiraling and what happens is invariably is action also stops. Mm. And so it's like this double edge where it's like, I feel bad that I'm not getting the results that I want to, to have. I'm making myself wrong. I don't want people to know that I'm not getting these kind of results or that my business isn't successful. And now because of that, you start getting stopped and not taking action. And then it just even, you know, it just kind of feeds itself and you're on this like train to nowhere because now you're completely stuck. Right. So, you know, the, the big caveat of that is people often say, I'm afraid of failure. I have a fear of failure. And the truth is, is you don't really have a fear of failure. What we typically have is a fear about what will people think if we fail. <laughs> right. Right. Because if we fail and no one's watching, it's not that bad. You know, like you're, you know, trying to do something, you're trying to accomplish something. And, and if nobody knows about it and it's not this big public spectacle, it's like you just pick yourself up and you try it again. But in a public forum where you're trying to grow your business in a way that can be more public and you're on display, it gets even more scarier. And so much like, you know, when you're building an online business, it's pretty public, right? Like you're sending out emails, you're jumping on a Facebook live, you know, you're putting up, you know, a webinar of you talking, right? We start to say our business is us. Mm -hmm. This type of business, our business is me. I am the business where if you're selling widgets, it's even a little bit removed, right? Like you are not a widget. It's the business. It's the widget that fails. It's right. the widget that's not enough. It's the widget that needs redesign. But when it's us that's doing a strategy that works or I am not appealing to others or my service, nobody's buying. That's where we get into this thing that I'm not good enough. And that's where that spiral starts to happen. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, you know, it's so funny because we tend to think that, in my experience, people care about what you're doing a lot less than you think, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like when I was first starting out, I was like, oh man, when I, you know, I, I had all those same fears you're talking about. Well, what if I try this online business and what if I try to build this thing and it fails? You know, what, what, what are they gonna say? And then the flip side was there too. Like, oh man, when I, when I, when I finally have all of this success, you know, I'll show them and everyone will be so excited and so happy for me. But what I found was honestly, nobody really gave a shit either way. <laughs> like people were so, people are so wrapped up in their own life that like, we just, we don't really have much time to worry about what other people are doing. Um, you know, even the, even the people that were, that are, that are closest to us, you know, when I first started having this kind of success, you know, my, my dad was really, really happy for me, but it was just like, cool, Russ, that's awesome. Yeah. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, like it just, it, like it wasn't, it wasn't this whole, you know, like epic thing where like the, the clouds part and, you know, there's angels blowing trumpets and it's like, oh my God, I've arrived. It just doesn't work that way. So a lot of this stuff where it's like a fear of failure, it really is just like, you know, we think that, that, that there's all these people that are just watching what we're doing with bated breath and they can't wait to see what happens with Russ and they can't wait to see what happens with Jane and blah, blah, blah. But it just doesn't work that way. 
It's like, it's like, I mean, think about how much time do you spend worrying about other people's success? I'm not talking about your clients or like your kids, but like your buddy. Like, it's like, you know, your your friend is starting a business. Cool, man. But, you know, best of luck. But I got to go worry about my own shit. You know, so, so a big part of that is that just really when I realized that, you know, nobody really cares whether I succeed or fail. It just is about me and my family and the people that are closest to me where they're going to be directly impacted by that. That really actually gave me a lot of extra courage because I just realized like, oh man, you know what? Hey, if I if I give it a shot and it doesn't work out, then at least I took a shot. And right. most people never even take a shot. You know, they never quit their job. They never start a, never start a business. They never, you know, take the plunge and do their first webinar. They never invest money on Facebook ads or, you know, they never you know, rent a location and, and, and whatever they need to do to build that business, they'll just, they'll never take those big, big, big steps. They never make those big moves. So when you realize that most people never even take a shot and that when you do take a shot, nobody really cares whether you make it or not. I actually got a lot of courage when I realized that. Yeah. I love that. And let's just say a couple of people did care. Like what they think is none of your business. Right. You know, like I, I love that saying, like what someone else is think, thinking or judging or believing or seeing, it's like really none of your business. No. You're in the business of like making your own life work. You, you know, you should be in the business of being happy and joyful and striving and being bold and creating what you want to create in the world. You're not in the business of like putting your mind over there and thinking, are they judging me? And what are they thinking of me? And You know, because the truth of the matter is, is you're making it all up. Well, so is everyone else. So here's a question for you. Yeah, here's a here's a question for you. Mindset Ninja. Um, (laughs) What percentage of our opinions about other people are actually grounded in reality versus us just projecting on them? I, mean, I would say well, like, I've never actually done a scientific study on this. No, I know. But, but I mean, in your opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, to me, it's like like when I look at the things that people say about other people online and, and the stuff that people even in real life, so much of it is just projecting, you know, like you, you I don't know, you're you're you know, you're a woman and you you you, you meet a new guy and, and, you know, you introduce him to your mother and your mother's immediately like, well, I don't know, he might be this kind of person or whatever, because those are the kinds of relationships that she's had. And she's right. just projecting, you know, her feelings about it onto you. So it's like, first of all, nobody really cares. And then second of all, the people that do have strong opinions, most of the time, those opinions are not going to be rooted in anything you're doing. They're right. just someone seeing what you're doing and just projecting onto them. Well, like, oh, well, who does she think she is that she can go out and take a shot? You know, or who do you think she is that she can build a business? You know, it's it's always that like how you see the world is always going to be filtered through your own filters. Right. Mm -hmm. And your own filters is made up of your past experiences, you know, your references, the decisions that you've made, the beliefs that you've collected, the evidence for those beliefs that you've collected. So it's like you're not actually seeing reality. It's like you're seeing it through this and through this and this belief and this mishap and this thing that happened when you were four years old. And, you know, like that's how you're seeing the world. It's never like with this like perfect, clear set of lenses. It's through all of your past experiences. And that's why it's called your view of the world. It's how you see something. You know, I've thought I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately because 
you know, in our business, Jane, we've managed to sort of fly under the radar quite a bit in terms of like, we've got this really financially successful business, but like, we don't have like 2 million YouTube subscribers and we don't have, you know, like this, what I would consider to be like a massive, massive, massive following the way that, um, the way that some other people do. And so I've been just watching like, like Twitter lately has just become a cesspool. I mean, it really is just gross over there where people are just you know, all people are trying to do is basically insult and one up each other like all day long. And like at least, a bunch of middle schoolers. Uh, yeah, it's just like that's what I'm yeah, like a, but literally like a bunch of preschoolers. That's what I'm seeing. And so it just got me thinking like these people that are square in the public eye, whether you're a big athlete or a big recording artist or a movie star or a celebrity or some kind of big influencer where you have this massive following. It's like you really have to disconnect and detach yourself from what other people think about you just to function and get through the day. Um, and then I, I saw this book the other day um, by this guy. I think his name was Ed Lattimore. And, and he wrote this book called, I'm, I'm, I don't want to screw the title up, but it was something like not giving an F what other people think is a superpower. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I was like, God damn, that's so true. That's so true because the moment you start doing something on a big enough scale, everyone is going to throw their two cents in. Nobody really cares what happens or what doesn't. And 99% of what they think about you is just people projecting on you. So you really have to put yourself in this sort of like Zen place where you're like, look, I'm just going to do my thing and I'm going to make my contribution to the world. And I don't really care what anybody thinks, but that is easier said than done. It is. And I, but you know what? I think it gets easier. Adrian and I were actually just having this conversation um, because, you know, we've shared that we both have recently just moved and we're like setting up our life in a new city. And, you know, we've brought our kids and everything's brand new and we're having to do things over again. Like we need to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a whole new thing, right? Where, and we work from home and, you know, when, when you're younger or your kids are younger and you move to a new place, like, your friends become like, you know, your, your neighbor, you know, the, the kid down the street that also has a two-year-old and you get your kids together and like those kind of become your friends. Well, we're both noticing that in making new friends, it's, it's like this, this whole new things come up. Like, you, you know, there's a lot more work that goes into, let's just say, even being on the sidelines of a soccer game, you know, back home where I lived in Massachusetts, I'd get to my son's saddle soccer game, I'd saddle up and there would be multiple moms and dads that I could sit there and, and talk with. And it was like easy where now it's like you get to a soccer game and it's like, you don't know anyone you're turning and you're introducing and you're high and you're smiling. And it's like, you're like, you know, you're, you have to really make an effort and friendliness and like, are they going to like me? And are they like me? Are they different from me? Are they, you know, like there's all of these like things that are happening. And so it's talking, you know, I hope Adrian's not going to mind me saying this, but I was talking to Adrian, you know, no, we can, we can talk smack about Adrian cause she's not on this show today. Well, she's in so. Chicago. So yeah. So we can, yeah. So we're good. Yeah. So, you know, she's like, you know, I, I, you know, went to this thing with other parents and she's like, and I'm just wondering, like, I just don't think they like me. Like, why don't they like me? You know, kind of thing. And I said to her, I said, you know, I don't know what it is, but not saying I don't ever get into those situations. And it is definitely more difficult being here in terms of like generating, making friends, like generating that energy, you know, like that's definitely something that takes a little bit of 
outcome orientation of like, you know, getting a result. But I said to her, I said, you know what? I don't know if it's because I'm 45 <laughs> and I'm old now, or <laughs> getting old. I'm like, but I just, most of the time now, have come to this place where it doesn't matter. No. And I almost think though, part of the reason it doesn't matter is, is that wisdom, is that being older, but also just being really rooted and confident in like, in just who I am, you know, like I can walk across the room and hold my head high because I know that like who I am is someone who makes an impact on people's lives every single day. Right. And if I'm rooted in like, I know who I am, I know who I'm about, I know my value, I know the value I bring to other people's lives. And I know that like, I impact people, like I care about people. Like, what do, what do I care if the neighbor next door says, oh my gosh, she gained 10 pounds. Like, does that really matter? Right. And so I think that's where, you know, that we always talk about conditioning and knowing your worth and knowing your value, but being able to stand in that knowing of who you are kind of lets that, are they going to like me? Just kind of like, you want, you're always going to want to like create relationship because we're human beings. You always want to create connection because we're human beings and that's what we're about. But worrying about if they don't can really start to disappear. Yeah, there's this great line in um, Lost in Translation, that movie, you know, um, with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. And it's kind of just like a throwaway line. Like, he kind of just says it. But when I was watching that movie, you know, he said it and it just kind of was like, wow, that's huge. He, he says, the more you know who you are and what you want, the less you let things upset you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bingo. Like, that's just so true. Um because the more that we are making a difference and we can look back and see the, you know, where, where, where maybe when we were first starting out, you know, we had these doubts, like, is this going to work? Is this business going to go anywhere? Are we going to, you know, can we even help people? Can we, can we get people results? And now, you know, we've been doing this for years. We can look back across this huge body of work and all these people that we have helped. And so we get stronger and stronger and stronger in that. I but, love that you said that. But, but when people are in the beginning where they, they, they don't have the evidence yet and, and they're, they're just starting out and it's like, what the hell do I do? Because what if this whole thing blows up in my face or even like, you know, let's just take it a step further. I am trying, you know, I got past the fear. I took a shot. I'm doing it. I'm swimming. I'm paddling the boat. The boat's got a hole in it. The boat is sinking. How do they move past the shame in those moments when they don't have all this evidence of success yet that they can look at? Okay. So I'm going to address maybe the first part of it first. So sure. And this is so active. So yesterday, as you know, I did the cli- the clients on demand Q&A call. And so I had a bunch of people because you kept sending them over to talk to me on our Q&A. Our, our so yesterday on, the, yesterday on the Q&A call, I decided to mess with Jane a little bit. So people would ask me questions and then I would answer their question. And then I would say, but guys, you know what? I think you could use a little bit of mindset support around this. So so you should jump into Jane's room really quick. And so I sent <laughs> quite a few people into Jane's room. I basically had the entire client load in my room. No, no, but it was really super fun. And every time I jump on those calls, cause I, you know, I'm not on a lot of those Q and a calls, um, is I realized in talking to them or I'm remember remembering being more present 
to that every single one of them, it was an issue around not knowing, right? right? Like being uncertain, like not knowing if it's going to work, not knowing if they're a, a value, not knowing, like I've done this three times before, you know, I've gotten results for, you know, 10, 20 people, but I've never done it in a group level mm-hmm. or I've never, um, you know, worked with this many people at one time or a lot of I nevers and, and, and not knowing. And this is where, like we started the conversation, shame can come in. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, and I'm going to be shameful if I can't do it. I'm going to be, you know, sad if, you know, I, I go to work with someone and I get stuck or I don't know, or I'm going to be sad if I put this email out to my friends because they're on my email list and they read it and they think, you know, X, Y, and Z, right? There's like so much of that, that not knowing. And a big part of the conversation yesterday was about embrace the not knowing. Right. Like, let it be okay. You know, like not knowing is exactly where you should be. You know, when you're building a business, you're not going to know. When you make a new decision, you're not going to know. When you decide to jump off a cliff, you're not going to know. Like you don't know what's on the other side. You don't know. What you can do is pat yourself on the back and, and acknowledge yourself that you're in the game. You've stepped up. You're here. I am here and I am like, I am ready to grow and in growing sometimes it, you know, we all want growing. I love when you draw that little bridge that you do, like we want it to go like this. Like Mm -hmm. we want our growth to go straight up and it just doesn't No, because when someone looks at it, it looks like that way, but they don't know all the different little challenges that you've had along the way, but you actually grow in the challenge more than you grow in the win. That's absolutely true. Like if I look back on all of these big, big, big roadblocks that have been dropped in our way as we built this business, every single one of them was like a huge, huge, huge trigger to, to massively up-level our game in some way. And I'd love to say that we're self-aware enough that we would have figured those things out anyway, but I know that's not true. We wouldn't have. Like if that roadblock hadn't showed up, we probably never would have made this discovery or that discovery or made this improvement or that improvement. That's why we tell our clients all the time. And we actually have to remind ourselves of this too, that there really are no challenges. There are no obstacles. There's only opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so what we've gotten really good at is that when we have a roadblock or a problem show up in the business, you know, we take a quick look at it, you know, just to just spend enough time on it to sort of figure out, well, what it is and what the hell is going on. Because you have to spend a little bit of of time identifying what isn't working and why. But as soon as you know that, it's like, boom, you switch your energy right to finding the opportunity, right to finding the solution. Okay, great. So we know this isn't working. I'm not going to spend any more time thinking about it. What's the opportunity? How can we improve? How can we get better? And, And the one thing I will say for us as a team is that we make that jump much, much, much faster now than we used to. Where oh, yeah. before when we had a problem, we probably like sulk for like two or three days and then we'd get, <laughs> we would get resourceful. Speak for yourself. Your now, model, you're right. projecting. <laughs> now we get, now we get mad for like, I don't know, 20 minutes and then, and then, and then we're getting resourceful and we're, um, we're moving on to something else. So, so that's a huge distinction, Jane, is that, is that those challenges I and mean, that's, that's just part of it. That's, that's, that's what you're going to be dealing with all the time. And it never stops guys. When you're, when you're, when you, you've got your, like, like right now, let's just say you're starting out in your business and you're looking around and you're going, man, if I could just get to 5k a month or I could get to 10k a month or, you know, I'm stuck at 20k and I want to get to 50k, wherever you're at, 
you're just trading one set of problems for a different set of problems. You never reach this magical Shangri-La when there are no problems. Um, there's this old like Buddhist saying where, you know, a guy was like, look, I want to, I want to, I want to get rid of all my problems and I want to join a monastery and then I want to go live with the monks and just meditate and then I won't have any problems. And then he goes and he does that and then he runs into his friend again and the guy's like, so you joined the monastery. Do you have, you know, did all your problems go away? And he's like, no, now I got monastery problems. Yeah. Now it's like, now it's like my problem is I got to sit in a cave all day. So it's like the choices you make in life, guys, you're never going to reach this magical Shangri-La where the problems don't exist. It's just you're trading sort of awful problems like how do I pay my gas bill for higher level problems like what do I invest in? How do I get my clients results? How can I make a bigger contribution? But you're just trading one set of problems for another and that's okay. Those problems are always going to be there because that's what helps you grow. That's what makes things interesting. It's like you don't know what you don't know. So right. if you don't have a challenge in front of you, you don't know to invent something to move through it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you have to have the challenge to generate solutions. You have to have a challenge to innovate. Right? Yeah, like our, our challenges have been worth millions to us, literally. Where something we never, ever would have thought of in a million years, if this particular challenge hadn't happened, it comes up. Yes, it sucked and we did suffer. But eventually, when we got resourceful, we thought of stuff that we never would have thought of otherwise. And that those new ideas have produced millions of dollars in extra revenue and all kinds of other benefits for us and for our clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it, that's exactly what I was working with and our clients yesterday is looking at, you know what? You are supposed to feel uncertain and let that uncertainty be okay. Mm -hmm. Let it be okay and in that moment, giving them some resources so that in that moment, they can get themselves in a more emotional, um, resourceful state because That's right. you can feel uncertain and still click into resourcefulness. You yep. can feel uncertain and not know and still stand up and make something happen and go forth and be focused and still have a little part of you that's just not quite certain. But it's like in the moment that it's time to push send on that email, record that webinar, you know, hit play on your Facebook live. Like you have to have that uh, emotional muscle to get yourself in a more resourceful state and do it anyway. Do yep. it in the face of not knowing. And what's so super cool about that is every time you put yourself out there, you, you let it be okay that you don't know and you go forth and you do it anyway. And on the other side of it, it's like you grew, you got a little right. bigger, you expanded. It now becomes a part of your identity. And it's like, you get to put that little muscle, that little piece of growth, that little bit of oomph and boldness and courage, and you get to put it in your pocket and you take it forth for the next time you have to do that again. And you get bigger and you get bigger and you expand and you can make a bigger difference. And it's like this awesome snowball of like just this this growth and opportunity of stepping in to who you were born and meant to be. And that's how you can start taking that little spiral of shame and flip it upside down and have it be a spiral of like, you know, stepping into your, into your power. And there is something unbelievable about owning more and more of who you are and what you can survive and what you can solve and what you can move through. And there's nothing that can 
that can replace that. And as you do that, life gets easier and it doesn't get easier because your problems go away. It's because you have a reference and the muscle to show that you can move through them. So the suffering around problems gets smaller and smaller. Well, that's what I'm trying to say is that uh, that's a really great point, Jane, because I'm saying, yes, there's always going to be problems, but you do level up. You do level up. You get stronger, you get smarter, you get more resourceful where the problems that would have killed you three or four years ago. Now it's like, it's just another day at the office. You know, I mean, and, and, and what, what happens is that you fight and you fight and you fight and you get to a new level and then it becomes the new normal. And now you can set your sights on what the next level is and what, and, and we understand we're going to have problems and challenges to get to that level, but that's cool. We're going to fight through them and we're going to get to where we need to go. But that's how you get stronger. That's where you grow. So it's very important also that you give yourself a little grace as you're going through this process is we've had so many clients that are like, well, Russ, you know, Russ is at a million dollars a month or one and a half million dollars a month or whatever. I'm not there yet. You know, why am I not there yet? I've, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been running my business for six months and it's like, bro, look, <laughs> it took me four years to get to my, to get to like a hundred K a month consistently. And then it took me another four years to get to a million dollars a month consistently. And look, we're getting our clients there a lot faster where we're getting clients, you know, we've had clients that gone to 100K a month in like a few weeks, sometimes it takes six months, sometimes it takes a year or whatever. But the point is, is like, you've got to give yourself the patience and the time to understand that what you're building is something wonderful and what you're building is something worthwhile and it's going to take time to get there and you have to be okay with that. And you have to give yourself a little bit of grace as you go through that process. Yeah, I I love 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 that. I, you know, it, it's I don't know if it's a because of the world that we live in, where like you know, yesterday I went to go buy my dog a dog bed, and I live in Nashville now, and it was delivered same day from like Amazon, <laughs> same right. day. So it's like in the world of like same day delivery, it it's like we think that it's like we decide something, we want something, and it happens now. You know, like you have a, a, a little bit of movement or, you know, you start to have some success and it's like, yes, I want to get from like zero to, you know, 20,000 tomorrow. And, and, and it's not that you can't do that, but I love what you're saying is that it, it takes a couple of things. Number one, it takes the way that you see and perceive yourself, others and the world, like how you perceive challenges, how you perceive, um, your business, how you perceive yourself, how you, how you perceive things is, is number one, going to make the biggest difference in your ability to grow. And then number two is that strategy, having the right strategy to take you to where you want to go. But I love the other part that you said is that it doesn't happen overnight. You know, when I was, you know, 20 years old, Tony Robbins actually said to me one time, and, and it was a very good coaching he gave to me. He said, you know, Jane, you know what your problem is? He was pretty intense about it. He's like, you know what your problem is? <laughs> your problem is you want everything now. And what you're forgetting is that you have to sow your seeds to reap the rewards. And you, my dear, have not sowed your seeds. And it was freaking hard to hear. I was like, damn, you know, like, wow, that really sucks. But then I sat with it and I listened and he was right. I hadn't sowed my seeds yet. And you have to sow your seeds in your mind. You have to sow your seeds in your action. You have to be in action. Um, It's funny that we're having this conversation. So yesterday I sent all three of my nieces who are going through some stuff all in their, you know, teens to to mid twenties. 
And I sent him this quote. It said, remember, the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Be patient, be humble, keep moving forward, and know that all this hard work you're putting in day in and day out will produce the results you're looking for. Your time is coming. Do not give up. That's awesome. That's huge. So we kind of went off track there. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's important because this ties into what we're talking about because so many people can get into that cycle of shame because they're playing the comparison game. They're either comparing themselves to someone else's success or they're comparing themselves to this sort of fake idea of how long it's supposed to take or what it's supposed to involve or how easy it's supposed to be. And most of the time, our expectations about that or expectations surrounding those things are dead wrong. You know, look, building a building. I read the other day that only I think it was 7% of small businesses in the United States get to over a million a year in revenue, only 7%. And then when you're talking about the numbers that get to like 10 million, it's like, it was like less than 1%. So guys, like you are trying to build something absolutely extraordinary because if you've been listening to what we're saying, it's not all about the money. We're saying, look, you know, yes, build a great business that hits your income goals, but you're also trying to build a business that makes a difference in the world, that fulfills you, and that gives you some freedom at the same time. It's like, do you know how few people have that? How few people alive today have that? And then if you look at throughout history, it's like the quality of life that you're trying to build for yourself is like freaking unheard of. You know, when you look at like like what way the way people have lived throughout history, it's it's like it's like it's there's no other word to describe it except heavenly. Like if you have a business that's firing on all cylinders and you're making the money you want to make and you have the freedom that you want to enjoy and you're changing lives and you're contributing to the world in an amazing way, that's something that the smallest fraction of people have been able to enjoy throughout history. So why would you think that building that would be a walk in the park? Why would you think that building that would be something that's so easy, you just snap your fingers and it happens? This shit is tough. It is not easy to do this, but the rewards are like nothing that you can imagine. If I I was thinking today, because I'm 39, I'm going to turn 40, and, and my wife said to me, well, Russ, you know, hey, it's going to be really fun when it's your 40th birthday, and you're looking back and comparing it to your 30th birthday. And I'll tell you, Jane, like, when I was 30, I could not even have imagined what my life looks like today. There's no, I, like I literally, it would have been outside the realm of, of possibility where maybe I might have thought about it in a daydream. But to think that like, this is where I live and you are the guys that I'm working with and all this amazing stuff is happening. I couldn't have even got my head around it, honestly. Like, my, you didn't my, even know to want it. Right, my imagination literally wasn't powerful enough to conceive of it at that point in time. So, so what we're trying to build is so extraordinary and so amazing that you've got to cut yourself some slack if it takes a little bit longer than six months to get where you want to go. Now, that being said, there are shortcuts. There are big, big, big shortcuts where you can look at someone who's achieving the kind of results that you want and you can model what they're doing. Because if you just try to do this through a just pure trial and error, it's, it's obviously going to take a hell of a lot longer than it would if you were kind of following in someone's footsteps. Um, and, and, so, and so the first step to dealing with the shame is to change how you think about it. And that's sort of what we've been talking about. But the second step is to change your approach. Because the truth is that sometimes the pain you're feeling in your business, if things aren't working, you're, 
you're feeling it because you know that things could be better, right? Not in an unreasonable way where like, why aren't I, I've been doing this for two weeks. Why aren't I a millionaire yet? But where you know, look, I mean, you take an objective look at your business and you're going, hey, look, you know, I'm not getting the clients I want. And my Facebook ads aren't working maybe and my marketing isn't working and I don't know how to enroll people and I'm undercharging and I tried to do a launch and launch didn't work. And, you know, I've been trying to build this big audience, but I'm not making any money. You know, you can take an objective scientific look at what's going on in your business and you can be just real with yourself and say, hey, look, this isn't working. What am I going to do better? And don't wallow there and don't be ashamed and don't feel bad about it, but don't stay there. Do something about it. So one of the best things that you can do, guys, is to look at someone who's getting the kind of outcomes that you want, who's helping other people get the kind of outcomes that you want, and do what they tell you to do and follow a proven system because that is one of the biggest shortcuts you can possibly have. And if you don't take advantage of that, it's just, why, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Exactly. You, you make your road a lot a lot shorter, you know, like you get to that destination so much quicker if you have a proven strategy that, that works, right? Like that's the way to do it. That's your, your it's going to always be your fastest, you know, your fastest route. Well, that's why I always tell people, you know, we can make it simple, but we can, nobody can make it easy. Ah, and it's really that. important that you guys understand that distinction. When I say we make it simple, it's like, look, I'll tell you step-by-step step how to get new clients in the door. I'll tell you step-by-step how to raise your prices. I'll even hold your hand and walk you through it. But nobody, nobody can make it easy. It's never going to be easy. You're going to have moments of total fear and doubt and overwhelm. You know, you're going to have moments of, of, oh my God, what do I do now? And, And the power of being in a good coaching program or good mentoring program is you'll have people there that can hold your hand and walk you through it, which is what we love to do. That's our, that's our joy in life. But those moments are still going to happen because that's the journey. And, and if you're willing to step forward with some courage and embrace that and dive in and take action despite your uncertainty, like Jane was talking about, you'll be sh- shocked at how fast things can grow and how fast things can evolve. And maybe five years from now or 10 years from now, you look back at your life and you think, oh my God, things are so amazing now that I couldn't have even imagined how good it could possibly be. But when I was setting out on my journey, guys, I sought out the best people. Some of them were good guys. Some of them were good girls. Some of them were not so good. <laughs> some of them were kind of a mess. But the point is, is I looked for anybody I could who could show me a path to get to where I wanted to go. And, and I looked at what they were doing and I tried to follow what they were doing. And sometimes I made changes and did things my own way. And sometimes they told me what worked and sometimes they told me what didn't work. But either way, I was 10 times better off than I would have been just like groping around in the dark, stumbling around on my own. So if you guys are not taking advantage of that shortcut, you're really not giving yourself every advantage that you can. Like I said, doing this stuff is damn hard. And when you're in a situation where you've got to do something damn hard, you got to sow the seeds and you got to take advantage of every every shortcut, every distinction, every piece of wisdom, every piece of guidance and support that you can possibly get. And guys, look, you know the deal. If that is what you want, we'd love to see if we can help you do that. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and reach out and book a call with us because that's what we do all day, every day. We say, look, we've accomplished all of these things already that you want to accomplish. We've helped countless clients accomplish all these things that you want to accomplish. Why don't you let us see if we can help you do some of those things too? And like I said, it is not going to be easy, but it's going to be a hell of a lot easier with our help than without it. I can promise you that. Mm, Yes. 
All right, superstars, that's going to do it for us today. JJ, thank you so much for like all of your wisdom and insight. It's just amazing. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call to book a call to speak to us. And guys, look, if you're watching us on Facebook and you'd like to check this out on iTunes, you can go to iTunes and search for the Clients on Demand podcast. And on the other hand, if you're look, you're checking this out on iTunes and you want to find us on Facebook, just go to Facebook and search for Russ Rafino Clients on Demand and you'll find us there. And we'd love to hang out with you live and have you be a part of, uh, part of these broadcasts too. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Everybody have a great week and we'll catch you on the next show. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.